This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, November 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Vaccine availability concerns industry. USDA transition lead a bridge builder. Fudge gets backing for USDA. Food industry appeals for vaccine priority. Now that a COVID-19 vaccine could be on the horizon, the food and restaurant industry is appealing to the government to prioritize inoculating their workers. Prioritizing vaccines for food, agriculture, retail, and CPG that consumer packaged goods workers will be a key intervention to keep workers healthy and to ensure that agriculture and food supply chains remain operating industry groups say in a letter to the White House. The groups that signed the letter include Consumer Brands Association, FMI, the Food Industry Association, International Dairy Foods Association, National Restaurant Association, North American Meat Institute, and United Fresh Produce Association. By the way, there's a separate concern about the availability of health care providers to distribute the vaccine, which has to be stored at low temperatures. The CDC, quote, has advised state health departments against purchasing ultra-cold freezers, which cost ten dollars to $15,000 each, saying other vaccines with less demanding storage requirements will be available soon, that according to an article in the journal Stat. USDA Transition Chief said to be key ag ally. An agriculture advisor to the Biden campaign says the Obama administration veteran overseeing USDA's transition team, Robert Bonney, will be a valuable ally in upcoming debates over climate policy. Phil Karsting, who served with Bonney at USDA, calls him a, quote, bridge builder who has, quote, real-world experience from having managed his own farmland and forest land. Karsting, who is the administrator of the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service, was speaking at a webinar sponsored by the Kansas City Agribusiness Council. Climate will be a big issue for discussion in the coming Congress, and if I were a farmer, I would want Robert Bonney in the room when those discussions come up, precisely because he is a bridge builder and not a flamethrower, Karsting said. We reported yesterday on how Bonnie is pushing the idea of establishing a carbon bank at USDA to buy and sell agriculture carbon offsets. We'll take note, the new Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance that we also told you about yesterday will be formally announced next Tuesday. The group, which has developed more than 40 policy recommendations will include the American Farm Bureau Federation, Environmental Defense Fund, National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, and the National Farmers Union. Poll. Public wants sustainable farming. A new poll sponsored by the American Farm Bureau Federation finds that the vast majority of Americans think producers should be farming sustainably. 84% said it was either very or somewhat important that farmers be involved in environmental sustainability, which was defined as farming practices that protect natural resources, such as promoting soil health, conserving water, enhancing wildlife, and efficiently using nutrients. 
More than half the respondents rated farmers' environmental practices as either excellent, 17%, or good at 41%. Support for farmer sustainability efforts swelled when government data was shared about achievements, AFBF said. Survey respondents were told farmers have put 140 million acres in conservation programs, more than double the amount of renewable energy sources they use, and nearly triple the amount of food grown in the last 70 years with the same or fewer resources. Groups endorse Fudge for Ag Secretary. Some left-leaning organizations have endorsed a paper laying out transition priorities for the upcoming administration and backing Representative Marsha Fudge, an Ohio Democrat, to serve as Agriculture Secretary. What we need in a USDA secretary is a leader who will root out the historical discrimination within the department's farm programs, who will lift up all farmers, not with government handouts, but with markets that work, said Joe Maxwell, president of Family Farm Action. Other groups endorsing the paper include the Humane Society of the United States, Center for Food Safety, Food and Water Watch, and the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy. Court fight continues over labor survey. USDA and the United Farm Workers are battling in court over a judge's decision ordering USDA to reinstate the farm labor survey, which is used to set minimum wages for H-2A workers. USDA says now that the Labor Department has issued a rule freezing the H-2A wage rates for two years, there's no need for the survey. But UFW argues that a court filing there is still a live controversy because the new wage methodology isn't effective until December 21st and may never take effect if it's successfully challenged. UFW plans to sue the Labor Department to block the changes in the H-2A program. EPA gets extension in biofuel case. EPA will now have until mid-December to respond to a Supreme Court case that could change how the agency allocates small refinery exemptions. The original response from the government was due yesterday. EPA must now respond by December 14th. The agency cited the pandemic in asking for more time. Renewable fuel groups worry the extension is just further delaying action on small refinery exemptions and the 2021 Renewable Fuel Volumes Rule. U.S. wheat exports get strong start in 2021. The 2021 marketing year that began in June is off to a strong start for U.S. wheat exports. U.S. export sales are up from last year by 12% just four months into the year. That according to a new analysis by U.S. Wheat Associates, that pace is 15% above the five-year average. Export sales of hard red winter are getting strong boosts from business with China and Brazil. The U.S. has sold nearly a million metric tons of hard red wheat to China so far this marketing year. There were no sales for 2019-20. That pushes China into the slot of the second largest foreign market behind Mexico. The Philippines, Japan, and Taiwan are still the top three biggest foreign markets for hard red spring wheat, but their purchases so far this marketing year are much stronger. Here's today's They Said It. Challenges have taxed the food supply chain over the past eight months. 
but the food, agriculture, manufacturing, and retail industries are resilient, and the supply chains have not broken. That food and industry groups in their letter to the White House appealing for vaccine priority. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, November 13th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.